unity is so amazing. And when Black people unify, like there is nothing, absolutely nothing that we cannot do. And the Black Travel Alliance is truly a testament to that. Welcome to The Thought Card, a podcast about travel and money, where planning, saving, and creativity leads to affording travel, building wealth, and paying off debt. We are the Financially Savvy Travelers. Hey, Financially Savvy Travelers. Welcome back to another episode of The Thought Card Podcast. Today, we have three of the over dozen founding members of the Black Travel Alliance. The mission of the Black Travel Alliance is to support Black content creators around the world and increase their representation in the travel industry. With their three pillars of alliance, amplification and accountability, they strive to create a world where Black people are supported and accurately represented in the travel industry. We have Martina, Lauren, and Nadine. And if Nadine sounds familiar, y'all, it's because she was in featured in episode number 32, where we learned all about how to afford luxury travel. And the reason why I brought you on the show today is because as travel consumers, like all the people who are listening to this show, uh, which we have like all over the world, You don't see the behind the scenes that we as content creators have to navigate. So I really want to, number one, talk about some of the challenges that Black travel content creators are facing. Hi, I'm Lauren Gay, and I am the creator of OutdoorsyDiva.com, Misadventures of an Outdoorsy Diva blog. Uh, I am also a travel uh, podcaster as well, and a published photographer, speaker, and uh, my whole brand is about uh, empowering Black women to step out of their comfort zones, uh, to try new experiences in travel, adventure, and embracing nature as therapy. I'm also a longtime advocate for racial diversity and inclusion in outdoor recreation and the adventure travel space. And I am the chair of training and events for the Black Travel Alliance. Some of the challenges we face as Black travel content creators, they are evident. If you look on any major travel brand social media, right, uh, we're not included. We're not thought of. Diversity is not intentional for a lot of brands. And so you don't see us represented by and large um, in across the gamut, no matter what um, what type of travel it is. We're just underrepresented. You know, we don't get the same kind of opportunities oftentimes um, without having astronomically huge numbers. Oftentimes we're held to kind of a different standard, if you will, when it comes to expectations. We're not paid fairly or equitably across the spectrum. So Martina, can you share a little bit more about the inspiration for uh, the formation of the Black Travel Alliance and also how many founding members there are? Sure. So my husband and I met on an airplane. Once we linked up or a few years after we linked up, we started our blog and our Instagram account called That Couple Who Travels, where we really aim to provide people, especially couples, with the information and the inspiration they need to create memories all over the world. So we started having just a group of Black content creators started having masterminds every Friday, and we would talk and brainstorm and 
and uncover ways to best serve our audience. Well, George Floyd happened. And, and then we saw tribal brands posting their square, their black square, saying they supported Black Lives Matters. And so many of us knew that that didn't seem true in action because lots of people had pitched these brands and had been ignored or looked over. And so we knew you're saying Black Lives Matter, but we can't tell. So we decided that we wanted to do something to hold brands accountable. And we also wanted to do something so that Black people are fairly represented in the travel industry. Literally, that call was on Friday. We said, this is what we're going to do. We had another call on Sunday. (laughs) And my husband and and another um, one of the people, they were building a website Other people were looking up contacts. Like we literally built this thing in a matter of weeks. So I'm super proud of all the work that the members have done. We launched with about 17 people and we all worked together to build something really great. And what I love about your story is that you have grown so much in a short period of time. I blinked and you guys launched. I blinked and y'all like passed 10,000 people on Instagram, uh, swipe up feature. I blinked and there were so many uh, great features on notable publications, like really big uh, brand publicity. So it was just really remarkable as someone who was on those Friday calls and just kind of like, oh, I'm just going to relax. And and then it's already formed. So it's really, really amazing and incredible, incredible work. So can you share a little bit more about how difficult it was to get started with so many different founding members. How, for someone who's thinking about creating an organization how, with different members, um, how do you get organized and how do you really pull out like the strengths of different members and have them shine? I mean, now we're maybe experiencing some of our growing pains, but when we first started, we were just on fire and it was just kind of like, oh, I'm good at this. I'll do this. I can handle that. And literally, we just all came together and did the thing. So I know that's probably not normal, <laughs> um, but that's our truth. That That is truly the reality of it, is that everyone contributed. They used their skill set. We said we needed this. And we're like, oh, I know how to do that. I can do that. And that's, that's what it looked like. And so unity is so amazing. And when Black people unify... Like there is nothing, absolutely nothing that we cannot do. And the Black Travel Alliance is truly a testament to that. And I will say now that we have grown and we are trying to grow and and do some of the things that we set out to do, there's some challenges just because a lot of us, we're still managing our brands. We have full-time jobs. And then there's BTA. We have the skill set to do a lot of the things, but we don't have the time necessarily. So I would love to hear the reaction uh, to the formation of the Black Travel Alliance, but two sides. So part one, how did the travel industry react to uh, BTA and the different campaigns you launch with? And also, how did Black travelers, uh, consumers react to the formation of BTA as well? So Lauren, how about uh, you sharing the consumer reaction? Sure. Uh, I can honestly say that the the consumer reaction and fellow Black travel consecrators and travelers um, has been love. 
uh, for the most part, by and large, has been love and supportive. And yes, we needed this. And they almost look at us as champions, if you will, for an issue that everyone saw, even if you're if you're a traveler and a consumer, it's noticeable to you that you're not being marketed to, right? So many of them, um, it was it's gratefulness. Um, it's been supportive. It's been what can we do? How can we help? I want to get involved. Like they were ready before we were even ready for them. You know, we've been telling them we're coming. We're gonna let you know. We're gonna let you know. You know, and of course, you know, we're accepting membership and all that sort of. Thing now, but um, from day one, it's been a tremendous amount um, just of an outpouring of support um, from people who have platforms who wanted us to be on them to share our message. You know, I have family, I'm not from Florida, my family's in Texas from Dallas, who are like, I saw you in the O Magazine newsletter. Uh, that was your picture, and all these other beautiful brown people. What is this? So, you know, our families are super proud and paying attention. It just really got everyone's attention uh, in a great way. So, it's just great to see our community as a whole across the diaspora really you know, unite because it's not just a United States thing. This is a global thing. So our brothers and sisters from everywhere, you know, from the continent, in Europe, everywhere, it has united us um, in this one common cause and commonality among us. So um, that part has been beautiful. In full transparency, they're not everyone is a hundred percent supportive. Some people, it's not that they don't support the mission and our goals, but of course, as in anything, other people thought maybe we could have gone um about it in a different manner or in a different way, with a different tone, with a softer approach. Uh, and you know, that's just a personal preference. But of course, you did get that sort of feedback. But by and large, it's been love and support. All right. That was a great segue to tone. Let's talk about the first campaign, which I believe was the pull-up campaign. Uh, so uh, either Nadine or Martina, do you guys want to talk about uh, what inspired you to do that and also what the uh, travel brand reaction was to that? Yes. Happy to be back. Thanks for having us. Um, Nadine White. And I was on your podcast previously, as you mentioned, talking about affordable luxury travel. My blog is The Sophisticated Life. I'm a travel, food, and mind content creator. Um, have been for about six years. I also work as a full-time physician here in Atlanta, Georgia. So it's been a busy year with COVID. You know, we hear from brands and DMOs that they can't find us, um, even though there are just as many of us as there are um, the non-Black content creators. And we're forming a directory to make it easy for brands and DMOs to know this is where you find quality um, black travel content creators. So yeah, so pull up for travel was our first campaign. And as we mentioned, it was inspired by all the brands and DMOs putting up the black squares and us wondering, oh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> all the support that they were giving for that when we know personally that a lot of if you just scroll through their Instagram, there was no diversity. Um, their campaigns had no diversity. We, like I said, personally pitched to a lot of these brands and DMOs and had had um, no response. So we basically decided to, to come out strong. That was our first campaign. And we said, okay, you had by June 19th, 
basically three days. You had 72 hours <laughs> to produce to us um, and show us your KPIs in terms of key performance indicators as to how many Black, and some people reported more than Black, but we specifically wanted how many Black people were you know, employed. Did you use in uh, center conferences? Did you use in your campaigns? And we gave the brands and DMOs 72 hours to report by June 19th, which is Juneteenth. Um, for people in the multi the black community will know the significance of Juneteenth. And so that was our first campaign. So it was pretty strong to come out like that and to give people only 72 hours <laughs> at, at that time. And I think it was really remarkable, though, that I think we got a lot of great response from it because we were a brand new organization. People were asking, who, who are these people? How dare them <laughs> come out and ask for a response in 72 hours? Who's the Black Travel Alliance? So I think in the end, it was a great way to start um, because we got a lot of press from it. And um, we got a lot of great response from it. We had about 55% of the companies respond to that campaign, maybe not in the first 72 hours, but eventually did respond um, to the campaign. And even the ones that weren't able to give specific information were able to provide some information and say, okay, we admit that we do not have, you know, enough diversity in terms of Black employment or um in terms of anything having to do with Black people and our campaigns or um, in terms of sending to conferences or any advertising, but we plan to make a difference, we plan to change. And so I think overall, it was a really great way to start and a great campaign. We did get some pushback from people even within our own industry, unfortunately, even other um, Black and BIPOC people in the travel industry thinking that that was too aggressive and we were a new organization and who are we to ask for that information? Um, but I think again, that it was powerful to start that way. And we were trying to say, we are here to really make a difference. And we were gonna, this was just the first of many times that we were gonna ask for this information. And we created kind of like a black travel scorecard again, so that we can keep track of this and go back to the travel brands and DMOs and say, okay, what have you done in the past six months? What have you done in the past year to make a difference? And so that was basically how we got started. Martina, did you see any trends like when you were analyzing the data and the brands that were, you said 55% of the brands responded to you. Did you see anything that was like surprising or was it on par to what you had expected? It was pretty much on par. We, I mean, we already knew it was kind of bad, that it would be bad. So uh, we weren't surprised with the results. I would say we were pretty frustrated when some brands would try to group us, group all the minorities together. So we asked for the numbers for their Black employees and the Black people who had done campaigns, and they would tell us PLC, people of color. So I'd go back and I'd say, okay, thanks for providing this data. How many of these people were black and one brand said zero of the, of the percentage was black. So I think um, we have, we're a unique group of people with no disrespect to anyone else. We all have our, our issues that we're fighting. And I think as one group wins, a, another one group will win too. It's just when black people win, everyone wins. Um, but you can't group us all in one group and say we all have the same issues or we're all being treated the exact same way. So that was pretty frustrating when people tried to mask their numbers with that PLC number. We just wanted the truth, honestly. 
it wasn't, we didn't want to call brands out for being terrible or anything like that. We just wanted the truth so we could address it and say, this is where you are now. When we follow up with you, let's be better. Um, And that's all we want is improvement month over month, year over year. And we'll use those numbers when we come back to do our next report to see has there been any movement from when they last reported. Um, With this report, we we did it in-house. But the next time we're partnering with a national research firm to do the pull-up for travel. So it's going to be super, super legit. And um, not only will they have us holding them accountable, (laughs) but they'll have these research firms getting at them like, hey, we need your data. I think um, everything will be more unified the next time that we that we do it. Now, when you head over to blacktravelalliance.com, you have now a job section and events. So Martina, can you share a little bit more about the inspiration for, and I think for me, it's like anyone can go on this website and find information, find resources to learn and potentially get uh, gigs and jobs. So can you share a little bit of inspiration about that? Sure. So a part of our mission is to to provide value. And obviously jobs <laughs> is something that we all want. Um, and lots of brands reach out to us and they're asking us, hey, do you know anyone who can do this? Can you share this job? Um, so they're literally coming to us for talent. And so the job board was a way for us to share those opportunities and get it out there. So I would love to go around the room uh, before we wrap up this episode to share a one or maybe a couple of things that you are really excited about and your uh, ways that you're hoping to grow in the near future. So Nadine. I always say that I wish Black Travel Lines was around when I first started blogging <laughs> because I think um, we're creating such a great community for bloggers, whether you're a new or you've been blogging for a few years. Um, it'll be a great community for you to lean on, to learn from, to to just to grow from in terms of your blog and your brand. So between the webinars and networking with other bloggers, um, we're working, as we mentioned, with brands and DMOs on press trips. So I don't think I went on. I definitely didn't go on press trips initially when I started blogging. I don't even think I knew what that was. Um, so for us to be able to facilitate that and get blogger, black travel content creators into campaigns uh, for them to learn how to work with brands and DMOs will be great. Um, so those are definitely some of the things that um, I'm excited about. Just the jobs and getting them paid opportunities will be awesome. Black people spend over $100 billion on travel every year. So we've been talking about this $63 billion for a while now, but we've done new research and it's over $100 billion. Our report will be coming out on Thursday that you can buy that outlines so, so much about the Black traveler. And this is important because we can really prove our value even more. So Yes, you should hire Black creators to tell Black stories because you have Black travelers going there. Yes, it's the right thing to do, but also it makes business sense. So we're not asking for a favor. Like, this is the data. Do yourself a favor and hire Black travel content creators. So super excited about the data. I'm also very, very excited about the membership directory that we're building. Um, both Lauren and Nadine referenced it. So we're going to have a database of Black travel content creators 
everyone who agrees to be in it and who we, we reach out to. So literally when a brand, they're like, oh, you know, I really, I want to work with someone in luxury. I want to work with someone in the outdoor space. They go to this directory, they put in their criteria and those creators will pop up. And I'm just so excited for the industry to really um, stand up and give us the respect that we deserve. Excellent. I will absolutely have all of the links in the show notes. So definitely uh, head to the show notes after listening to this episode. Thank you all for coming. I wish you so much success and I cannot wait to see what you all come, come up with in the future. So thanks again.